Hello. Hello. Hey. Merry, Merry holidays and happy Christmas. Hey, uh, kids. The Mark and JD podcast episode 87. 87. 87. Yeah. Definitely 87. 87. Uh, we, you know, we wanted to hit 100 by the end of this year, but that didn't happen. Not, not unless we do another, uh, you know, 12 shows in the next, you know, whatever it is. How many? Uh, got? Not going to happen. 10, but, 10 days. You know, things change. Life changes and things happen and our schedule is a little wonky these days. But, you know, it is what it is, right? Like, we're here. It's all good. It's been a while since our last... Uh, yeah, I don't remember what the... A lot of shit's happened since then. A lot of shit what. has happened. I still, do I sound better now? Am I still loud? You're like good. I think, I think you're good now. It was a, It was like there was like a weird buzzing sound. I don't know if anybody else heard it. It was just me, but... You can still hear it, do you? No, it's not. It's weird. Like when you're talking, it kind of like comes in and out, like almost like your mic's cutting off and on. That's definitely weird. It is like a little buzzing sound going on. I don't. It's not like a loud buzzing sound. Now it's even worse. Don't do it. <laughs> the the inputs and the outputs here. I don't know why it's so funky. I don't know. All right, it's fine. You're good. You're good now. Just leave it. You lose the whole buzz through the whole thing. Well, it can't be worse than the time you started the show off on auto-tune. That was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny because if it wasn't for your brother or somebody told us, like, Mark's on (laughs) auto-tune. Yeah. Like, somebody somebody in the chat. 20 minutes of it. 20 minutes of it. And that was a good fucking episode, too. It's ridiculous. Uh, That was the rules of podcasting episode. Uh yeah, and I made I made Cardinals. <laughs> I broke one of the rules, like like fucking auto tune on a podcast. That's terrible. Basically, anyway, I know. Well, we're not. <laughs> well, no, you can't be Kanye West because you're actually a Jew. So yes, no, we're not talking about Kanye. No, sir. No, sir. He doesn't deserve our time anymore. He's no, he does not. He's kind of an idiot. Not kind yes. of. He is an idiot. Yes. Um. Ah, uh, it's a lot of other time. stuff to talk about. Yeah. Did you see? So I, I sent you a link to somewhere, and I, I just looked at it for myself on uh, Instagram stories for Mr. CM Punk, and he was backstage at AEW last night, apparently. Uh, I don't know if that was AEW last night, but he that's an old picture, I believe. Is it? But he's, he's starting to post pictures with him and FTR. Yeah. CN, and then with the hashtag... CMFTR, which is great. Yeah. Um, I like. I I always like. There's FTR. there's money there's money to be made if they can put away put away they put aside their differences. There's so much money to be made from that feud. Come on, from FTR anything. and Punk versus the Elite. Let's go. I'm in on that. You're like, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know who to believe at this point. It, it's there's so many conflicting stories, and you know the Elite's feeding Meltzer oh, all yeah. this info. That's why I talk. We talk about that pretty consistently. How much of a homer he is for those guys because they're the only ones who give him stories. You right. know, he's just and then you and, know, and had, Jericho and Jericho, and it. I don't appreciate the homers, man. I never did. Like he's just a fucking. I don't know. I never liked him anyway, personally. Of all the journalism out there, wrestling journalism is like the worst. <sighs> Most of it's bullshit. It's so terrible. Like oh. there's this neat need for. 
wrestling fans to know every little thing that's going on backstage and behind the scenes and power structures and all those things. Why? Why is that? Why do you? I don't know why people need to know. I used to like knowing what was going to happen. Like I used to like knowing the outcomes. I didn't care about all that other shit until recently. Like when we started actually deep diving into this crap. But like I used to like knowing. It's like I remember not knowing. I think I remember when uh, Steve Austin won the Royal Rumble back or. Well, the Royal Rumble. Yeah, it was the Royal Rumble. And like the, the results, like somebody leaked the results. And I was like, oh shit, he's gonna win. I was like, I was like 12 or whatever it was. And I was like, maybe well, like, that, was before I, the, that was before the actual event. Yeah. I and mean, I was, you can most of the years you can kind of guess who's gonna win. Yeah, That's I mean not you like can, you can go forward and kind of look at it. Like when Triple H won that year with the belt or whatever, it was kind of stupid. Nobody would have guessed that shit. But like, right. yeah, you probably looking back, you probably could have guessed it, but I would have fuck if I was like 25, I would have put money on that shit. I'm a, most year most years you can kind of tell like Who's about like when Nakamura won? It's like okay, well we're definitely getting Nakamura versus Styles. That was like, a fucking people, waste. People, well, I know that's because they didn't let them do what they probably should have done. But mm-hmm. most years you can kind of tell who's gonna win, especially the women's. Like the women's one, you can definitely tell who's gonna win. Yeah, generally. This year, I honestly with Triple H there, I have no idea who's gonna. I have no idea. It just depends on who they want to push, and they just lost like. Well, they just released Mandy Rose for a pretty good reason, probably. But Not probably. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, for her, for her, like, that. yep. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't it, give a shit. It got that. her name out there, and the fact that she has a fan, fan time. Yeah, I don't even know what fan time is. I've never heard is that of that. What it is? Fan time. God bless America, Mark. Only fans um, for sports people or something. I don't get it. I guess whatever. I know she's like a bodybuilder or whatever. I well, guess Bianca's a bodybuilder. I don't, is she actually a bodybuilder, or is she just yeah? She competed. Re- she competed in something recently. She's fucking jacked. She is super jacked. I don't know. She can lift that. like her and Becky. They're fucking strong as shit. I know. Anyway, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like obviously, the winner is going to face Roman because Roman's double champ. And he's never going to lose, apparently, ever. I mean, who do you push to face him? He's got Not a, Logan I'm, Paul. I can tell you that much. No, I mean he Logan Paul already faced him, so and that was an okay match. I'm not gonna lie, but like, uh, dude hurt every fucking bone in his body pretty much through that match. Every every tore every tendon. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not built right. for that shit. Not Who like do everybody you push else. Push to fight him right now. I I would honestly probably put it on AJ Styles at this point. Let's do it again. Do you think do, so? Do, do AJ Styles or do Finn Balor? I mean, he was a Triple H guy. Kevin Owens? I mean, come on. There's so many guys that still haven't got the chance because he was they were pushed down by the stupid regime that you have to be big and fucking sweaty. Mm-hmm. You know, I like Kevin Owens is pretty big and sweaty, but he's not big and sweaty in the way they like. Well, he's slimmed down actually a little bit recently. He, he he did. He's gotten a lot grayer over the years too. Holy shit. Do you do you build up the bloodline storyline to can... end at WrestleMania? Or cause it's I mean it's got legs it still has oh, legs that that bloodline shit is can run forever at this point it's like a at most, some point sammy has to turn or roman has to turn somebody has to turn yeah i mean the way they treat what's his name jay uso <laughs> the whole time it's fucking hilarious some, now, I mean, somebody has to turn. are they building towards that at mania like it has to, i don't think that's gonna go another year i don't think it can either that or they're running into the ground one or the other you don't see a long, long, long-term storyline in WWE. Even the Bret Hart Austin 
storyline didn't last uh, that long. But I, I can't see them doing Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns and then making it believable because they've made Sami Zayn into such a joke. Not unless he goes back to being like, even when he wasn't, like they always treated him kind of like a joke. You know what I mean? He never was like the contender guy. Not like Kevin I mean, Owens was, the prize fighter, that kind of shit. Do you, right, but the, do you have Jay turn on him and help Sammy, Sammy win? Maybe you turn everybody against Roman Reigns. I do like he cut. just pisses them off and like they're it's, done. It could be. I mean that that would work too. I don't know why you'd get rid of it anyway. It's a fucking. It's a powerhouse of a stable. You well, would you instead of what you need to do is create another fucking stable to go against them. Well, they've been trying to do that. They got Judgment Day. That fucking stable sucks though. Oh, it's so bad. The the people in that stable. No, other no, hold on. Food. Hold on. If you take out Dominic, the stable is better. Oh yeah, Dominic's terrible. But he should Dominic be like is, they're trying he, to push. He's terrible. He is fucking awful. But like, add another person in there. Get somebody else in there. You know, have Bray Wyatt create his own stable. He's they're trying to. I mean, I guess. they are slowly, slowly, oh my God, so slowly building it. I was like, I was watching SmackDown because like you should tune in. You're gonna see something. And I'm like, all right, I'll turn it on for a little bit. And I turned it on right when Bray had come out. I'm like, oh, who's under the mask? They didn't show me he was under the mask. Like it's somebody. It's probably yeah. his brother. Probably, yeah. That's the if guess. I had, if I had to guess. Um, but, but I don't know. I mean, what are they What, what are they building here? I don't know anymore. Rock, I mean, they it, keep talking it's going to be Rock versus Reigns. I don't want Rock to win the Rumble. Uh, you know, Rock's too busy making shitty DC movies, so we don't have time for that. Yeah, speaking of transitioning into... <laughs> that, was a, that was a great setup to transition into something else that we want to talk about. I, I figured as much. Um, we, we didn't talk about that at all because that happened while we did. We're, we're happened, doing well, a... right. And you've watched Black Adam. I haven't watched Black Adam yet. Yeah. Oh, but the, but in, speaking of the like, none of the Rock's movies are my favorite movies. None of them. No, they're they're watchable, they're just, but they're, they're not basic. like the greatest action movies. They're just basic action movies most of the time. Pretty much, he does worldwide action movies. Something that's gonna appeal to everybody around the world. Whereas your classic action stars from years past, they're not appealing to a worldwide base. Like he did, uh, he did, he does comedy. Okay. He does action comedy. Okay. You know, like he does action comedy really well. Yeah. That's like his, that's his shtick. Really? That's what he's really good at. He, like in get smart. He's great. Yeah. Uh, what central intelligence with Kevin yep. Hart is mm-hmm. pretty good. I mean, that's another one, you know, stick to what, you know, he was too, like this movie, black Adam was, he was too serious. And there was like, that's not him. He's supposed to be a bad guy. Black Adam isn't a good I guy. I know. It doesn't make sense that he's like, that they created this whole universe around like him being, they need him for the justice society of America. Like, dude, it doesn't for, make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And why? Uh, spoiler alert, you should already probably know. That doesn't matter anymore, but Harry Cavill's at the end. He's like this Easter egg. He's super yeah, I mean, I know. Everybody knows this already. It's not like fucking secret. The movie's out, so whatever. But, you know, he is supposed to be Shazam's arch nemesis, not Superman. And he refused yeah. to do like a cameo in the next Shazam movie. Like, yeah, it's Shazam's or Captain Marvel, Shazam, his, yeah. his nemesis. And I get like you want to maybe make him a, a, an anti-hero, but he's not a good like he's not really a great guy to build an entire movie around. Like he can be a villain that is a gray villain, not 
just a totally evil dude. Like he wants to do best by his people, you know, like, like a a doctor kind. They made it very much about that. Like him wanting to do right by the people that, you know, died or whatever. And his his family. I, I mean, I'm gonna probably watch it here over the break. I've been watching a lot of things. I've been catching up on uh, a lot of things. I've been meaning to watch. And I asked my brother the other day. I said, "What? What's good? Like, what do you? What did you watch this year that I should go out and, like watch?" He's like, "Andor." I'm like, "I know. I know. I've heard. I've heard." I finally, like, I finally finished Boba Fett. It wasn't bad. I'm like, I gotta, catch, I gotta catch. I gotta watch. I gotta watch a lot of Star Wars before I get to that. He's like, see, you see Severance? I saw Severance. Um, he didn't really shock me with anything like out of the ordinary there. But everything I saw everything everywhere all at once. Uh, it's, it's a it's a one-time watch kind of movie. It's really good. You don't need to watch it a second time. It's really good, though. That's what I heard. I heard uh, really good. And it, it, yeah, it, the fight scenes are fucking hilarious. I was dying at one of the fight scenes. Fucking hilarious. Uh, it's, it's good. It's, it's watchable. It's not something that you can watch again and again. Mm. And I was thinking the other day, I was like, I think I need to redo my top movies of all time list. I don't know if we have time for that on this podcast. No, I'm not not in this podcast. I'm just saying in general, like I need to go back and rewatch a lot of these, a lot of movies and figure out like what I consider to be the best. And also what defines the best? Is it the most rewatchable? Is it something that if it's on, I'll leave it on. What's your number one? Right, right now before I, the probably the usual suspects. Mine, mine has been for the last probably 15 or 20 years. It's gross point blank. I can, every time that movie's on, I can watch it. I don't care. Right. But yeah. my favorite I mean, movie for me, time. I think high, I like high fidelity more. Yeah. I've seen that I, I have rewatched it. I have re- I've seen it like uh, recently. It was on TV the other day. Yeah, I don't think it holds up no, for me. I don't think so. Gross Point Blank does. It's it, there's really nothing in there that's like not that it can be taken out of context at any point. You know, like there's no um, dated references for for lack of a better. Yeah, I, well, I mean, like, even though even High Fidelity is getting undated, like it was dated five years ago, but it's not as dated now, which no, is weird. Fucking how hipsters are out there. That? It's it's ironically because be, that's how the world is now. Everybody's yeah. buying fucking records again. Like what the and fuck, making mixtapes with cassettes. I don't even have a cassette player in anything. I, fucking, I don't know. People fuck? like I think I think the hard turn into digital is moving people back into wanting physical media of things. Like, retro shit they're pushing people back to retro that's what right. it is mm-hmm. but but very strange i need to think of parameters on do i want to do i consider it the best film ever made on a technical and storytelling point or is it the most watchable or do i need to have two separate lists i think your most watchable list like the movie that you could sit there and watch every single time it's on like for me that is Gross point blank that's clerks that's fight club which is a good one for me. I don't know. Not for everybody, obviously. Uh, Shawshank. Uh, Shawshank is probably not in my top ten. Really? Shawshank's so good. It's it so is good. good, but I don't think I can sit there and watch it every time. If it's on, I'm going to leave it on. Die Hard? Die Hard, obviously, is on there. Uh, Gremlins is on there. <laughs> you love back, Gremlins. You I have do, a I do love, love Gremlins. for Gremlins. Gremlins, Back to the Future is on there. Like I, That was on the other day. I put it on. I just watched it. I was like, fucking Back to the Future. My kid loves Back to the Future. The he, he loses. Was it the yeah, first 
Yeah, he loses interest in it after about like an hour. But then no, my kid big. loves. He yeah, loves but, Back to the Future too. But your kid's a lot older than mine. Yeah, that's true. He has so, started watching uh, more movies uh, recently, so maybe it's time to get him into a lot more different things. So yeah, do that. I mean, he did go as Marty McFly. Mm, he did is, go that, as Marty McFly for Halloween. That a is, lot of people I, had no idea who he was. Yeah, no kidding. I knew who he was, but your wife didn't even know, did he? No, did she? No. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of movies that I could watch, like right off the bat. Die Hard. I was watching. So, the okay, other night. so let's make that a Christmas assignment. What's your ten most rewatchable movies? Do that. Do and that. I want to hear from the listeners too. Listen. I want to hear. You could tweet at us, Mark and JD, on Twitter. Uh, you know, or on Instagram. We'll we'll leave a post. What are your most rewatchable movies? As in, if it's on, you'll watch it till it ends. If you're flipping channels or you see that it's on, like obviously, for us, we don't watch a ton of TV. But Recently. if I'm bored and I like look, or if it's on Netflix, you'd be like, oh, I haven't watched that in a while. I'll watch it. You know, like that kind of rewatchability. I think. Deadpool, the first one might be on there. One Maybe. A lot of comic book movies are in the most rewatchable for me. Uh, whatchamacallit, Homecoming was on the other day and I watched that. It's still I think, fresh, though. It's I still think, new and kind of fresh. I think my kid... You know, I was two movies ago, right? That was like the first one. That movie came out... Oh, he's right, not Far From Home. No, what's the newest one? Far uh Far from home? No. no, no way home. No way home. Sorry, I got them all confused. I guess so. I haven't. I think I've seen it once. There are a lot of movies I've only seen once, too. I haven't, I haven't seen. Really I've we've watched uh, No Way Home again since we saw it in the theater. But I don't remember if I've seen this the second one, Far from Home. I don't know if I've seen that multiple times. And it's weird because that builds the entire story for No Way Home. That movie. So well, I mean, obviously, yeah. obviously, but I'm saying like you know they build that movie with the end, the complete, the exact ending of that movie. Like far, far, far from, from home. home, and uh, away from home are the two biggest Marvel builders in the last couple movies because it sets up so so much, not just in Spider Man. No, it's everything. You know, right? Who knows what that rest of that universe looks like? now that nobody knows who he is right because like the first one is the kind of one where it's like oh it makes it seem like there's like this teases the multiverse right mm -hmm. doesn't it doesn't it's not actually true yeah then the second one is like hey multiverse <laughs> you know what you know, movie was kind of a letdown dr strange and the multiverse of madness no it was good it was good i, I haven't really watched it obviously I but it, i mean it's still good it it's okay. better than anything DC has done, other than the Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, I, I agree with that one hundred percent. But Shang Chi is probably the unsung hero of the Phase Four. Yeah, that movie's fucking phenomenal. I don't right. know why. It, came it, out has, of nowhere. it has no, no right to be as good as it is. Honestly, the fight scene, the fight Eternals scene on is the garbage. Side of the, the fight scene on the side of the skyscraper. Oh man! Oh, it's one of the best. Um, like, uh, what was the other one that came out? Eternals came out this year too, right? Or was that last Eternals, year? Yeah. Uh, and obviously Black, we haven't seen, I haven't seen Black Panther. Thor is on my watch list. Haven't seen that yet. Uh, but yeah, Eternals, eh, we don't talk about Eternals. <laughs> no, no, we don't. Loki is uh, uh, also, I mean the show, obviously. Yeah, but. show. Uh, Bullet Train came out this year. That was a pretty good movie. I was, started it. 
Um, I, I fell asleep. It's slow going at first. And it picks Is that up. the problem? Okay. It, it's a little slow going, but it, and it does like a lot of shit happens. I don't know why, but a lot of shit happens in that movie. Like where it's uh, just like characters are in that movie. Yeah. Everything everywhere uh, also starts really slow. Like it takes like 30 minutes before it really starts kicking in. Which um, I don't mind like a slope. I don't mind like a nothing. I think we're kind of spoiled by the fact that um, the latest, the big Marvel movies, Endgame and Infinity War, they are not slow starting movies. No, they fucking hit you in the first ten minutes and they don't stop. No, it's like bam, 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 bam through. Like ruins watching other movies because they're like three hours. They don't feel like they're three hours. And it never lets off the gas except for like a couple of minutes here and there. Just you know, to talk about the plan. <laughs> yeah. You know what other movie came out this year that was god awful? Morbius. I started that and I oh, couldn't finish so it. So fucking bad. But I Oof. do I do need to finish it. Um I'm trying to think what else. I'm looking through the list of like stuff that came out this year. I'm trying to keep it to like stuff that was like in theaters. Like the Batman came out this year. That was pretty good. I know. Oh, I mean, I know. Watched, um, oh, shit. Uh, the Sam Rockwell movie that just popped on HBO Go. Oh, uh, HBO Max. It has like, uh, it has like a little it has like <coughs> a weird name. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I forget. Yeah, you know what I'm talking it. about. Yeah. It's, um, God damn it. I still got to watch Clerks 3. See how they run? Yes. Three by my see how they run. It has such a great premise. It starts off strong and then it just drags on for way too long. There's like nobody in this movie other than Adrian Brody. I, I guess Ruth Spets, Ruth Wilson's in there, but and Cyrus Ronan, whatever her fucking name is. Searsha. Searsha? Is that how you say her name? Yeah, Searsha. I watched Barbarian also. That's on HBO. That's which... the one that's the prequel to uh no, Alien. That's... No. Barbarian oh, has nothing that's to prey. do with that's prey. That's prey, yeah. And that's Predator, not Alien. But Never. I haven't watched that. Uh, don't watch any. If you're going to watch Barbarian, it's kind of a horror, but not like a true horror. Don't watch any previews for it. Just go in blind. I had no idea. I was like, oh, this, I heard it was really, really good. Okay, you can you can do that. Just go. If you're going to watch it, go in blind. Don't watch the preview. But there's, there's a lot of things like I still need to watch. Uh, I still need to watch. Uh, was it? Hold on, I had it here on my list here. Oh, the black phone. I still need to see. That Clerks was pretty good. Turks Day was good. Uh, there's a couple others I'm, I'm thinking that I haven't seen. I just haven't had time. Lightyear. My kid loved Lightyear. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Beavis and Butthead movie I heard was really good. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. Uh, Chippendale. Like, there's a lot of stuff I got to catch up on. Chippendale is great. <laughs> I love that fucking movie. What a weird fucking movie that is. The, I got to watch that uh, the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yeah, I watched like half of that. Super and? drunk. And then I couldn't. I never made it back. Uh, I don't even well, know what it's talking about. Drunk. Super drunk. And it was really good for what I saw. But uh, what's his name? The dude from Mandalorian's in it. Uh... Pedro. Pedro. Pedro Pascal. Um, like, I watched yeah. uh, The Gray Man. No. Nah, I watched, like, I lost interest in it after about a half hour, 45 minutes. 
And I was like, ah, this is boring. I'm going to turn it's it off for now. And I, like, I, never went, I never went back to it. What a great cast, game. though, too. It's got a great cast. How it's, do you fuck that it's up? watchable. Yeah, I'm sure it is. But uh, Uncharted came out this year, too. Uh, also had so many problems. I had so many problems with that movie. It could have been so much better if it wasn't Mark Wahlberg. Oh Literally anybody he's, else. Uh, he is uh, just Mark Wahlberg and everything he does at this point. I don't know he's, how he's won awards. I don't, he's supposed I, to be like an old, grizzled guy. He's neither. <laughs> dude's fucking ripped. Dude's like, he's 51 years old. The dude's jacked. He, neither of those. Anybody else would have been better. But I don't think they're like, we can't sell them. We got to have Mark Warburg to sell tickets. No, we don't. You have Tom Holland to sell tickets, man. Do you, though? Is he a movie star? I mean, people went to see Spider-Man. But they went to see Spider-Man. I know. He is Spider-Man. anybody playing Spider-Man. I mean, nah, for the most part, it is anybody playing Spider-Man. When that mask is on, it's anybody. So let's talk no, about not him. Let's talk about Mark Wahlberg. What is Mark Wahlberg's best movie? His greatest movie? I mean, The Departed, you know? The Departed. The Departed. Um, and he's leaning heavy into that Boston accent. We know that. But uh, and he's from, like, shit Boston, too. He's not from, like, nice Boston. He's from Dorchester. So he's from, like, shit Boston. Like, where they, film, where, they where they film, like, fucking gangster movies and shit. I mean, he's obviously, a, that's his best movie. But I wouldn't call it a I thought it was Scorsese movie. Yeah, of course. And everybody in that movie is really fucking good. So, I mean, you really can't pin it down. Right. Uh, he's in one of my favorite movies of all time. Another one of my top ten that I can watch whenever it's on. And I haven't seen it in a really long time. Let me guess. Three Kings. That is that is up there. That's oh, no, wait. Movie. I'm sorry. It's The Big Hit. It's The Big Hit, yes. It's The Big Hit. <laughs> you know, Which like, I haven't seen in like 20. We talked about that a, a, yeah. couple, a while ago. That's a, he, that's a, I, I brought up I had rewatched The Italian Job, and he's uh, good in that. And fucking, um, what's his name? Edward Norton. Yes, he's such a dick in that movie. Oh, I know, because he didn't want to be there. I know, but it works. It works so much better that way. He <laughs> didn't want to do it, and like you can see that he's just fucking pissed. But it it works. I, I don't know why it shouldn't work, but it does. Yeah, and then oh, that was he was in another video game adaptation. Do you remember what it was? He was in Max Payne, which is awful, god awful. Oh god, god, it's fucking terrible. So wait, <laughs> other than The Departed, what's his best movie? It's either the fighter, which is or he, Ted. Ted. <laughs> Ted. Ted. But he he didn't even win a fucking award for that movie. Fucking Christian Bale did. Uh, Christian Bale was best supporting though, wasn't he? Yeah, and fucking what's her name? The the one who plays his mom. Uh, I can't remember her name. I just closed it. I don't know. God, what's um, uh, Melissa Leo. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, Amy Adams is in it too. It was nominated. I don't know if it actually won. Uh, Bale won Best Supporting Actor. Melissa Leo won Best Supporting Actress. Actress. Amy Adams was also nominated as well. That's fucking crazy that two people from the same I mean, it's a movie. That's a David O. Russell movie. That's not a Mark Wahlberg movie, you know? No, and he's made some fucking bangers. Like a Mark Wahlberg movie to me, Ted... Ted is a Mark Wahlberg movie. <laughs> I get it. Like, I, I know it's a Seth MacFarlane thing. But it's a Mark Wahlberg movie. He David o. Russell also made Three Kings, so I mean there there goes that. You know that's a fucking great movie. Uh, just like Shooter, Shooter's a Mark Wahlberg movie. 
Yeah, shooter. I like the show better than I like the movie, to be honest with you. If I'm if I'm being honest, he was also he also did. I mean, he's just a Mark Wahlberg guy, though. He he's in David uh, Russell. Yeah, I'm thinking. Well, Three Kings, The Fighter, I Heart Huckabees. Yeah, I Heart Huckabees. Um, I don't know. I just maybe not. He did American Hustle. That was a solid fucking movie too. Is it though? I liked it. I mean, I haven't seen it in a long time. I mean, it came out, what, nine years ago? I haven't seen it in a while. I thought I it was good. I feel like I don't remember anything about American Hustle. I mean, it's been so long since I've seen it. It's not such a good cast. I don't know how it could be bad. That, I, I mean, mean uh, we say that, you say that about a lot of movies. A lot of movies yeah, but cast that are bad movies. His David O. Russell's last movie is called Amsterdam. Another it's on, movie. It's on HBO Max. I'm going to have to watch it. They keep pushing it. I've heard mixed things about it. It's got a lot of people in it. A lot of fucking people in it. I mean, that's what he does. It's Chris Rock is in it, and Mike Myers is in it, Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, John David Washington is in it, Robert Timothy Oliphant. Robert De Niro, Taylor Rami Swift. Malik. Like, yeah, it's got a lot of things of mixed reviews from critics and a box office bomb. Yeah, it's definitely a box office bomb. It did not make any money. Yeah, I don't understand... It's weird. Period comedy thriller. Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, and John David Washington are like the main stars. Is Christian that, Bale still a leading man? I don't know anymore. I, I feel like his last couple movies, like he's all of a sudden become Russell Crowe. <laughs> that was really funny. I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> like all of a sudden, like Russell Crowe wasn't a movie star anymore. Like wasn't a top tier guy. And, but he's still, because still trying to be. Aren't they in the same movie this year? Uh, uh, they were in uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, right. He played. He played like, Zeus. And right. They're in the same watch. movie, I and I don't feel like Christian Bale is a mega movie star anymore. So he's in a movie directed by Scott Cooper. Comes out on January sixth. We talked about him before because he did something else. The, the pale blue eye. Yes, uh, he made that movie Antlers for Netflix, I think. But he also, it's Christian Bale, and then Gillian Anderson's in this movie. Other people too, but it looks like a very British movie. Uh, it's Edgar Allan Poe. Uh, it's, it's about Edgar Allan. Yeah, it's, it's got like Edgar Allan Poe in it. Yeah, Harry Melling, whoever the fuck that is. Some kid. Oh God, he's from that, Harry that, Potter. Oh yeah, I was gonna say. I hate his his face; just annoys me. <laughs> yeah, Robert Duvall is in it. Didn't he he's still alive. I thought he's he still died. alive. No, he's Holy 91. Shit. He's been yeah. married four fucking times. Holy shit. Scott Cooper. I don't know. What is Antlers? I never saw Antlers. He's 91. He's married to a 50-year-old woman. You know, when you're 90, it's kind of hard to marry somebody else your own age. How long have they been married? Since 2005. It's weird. Okay, so he was 70 and she was 30. <laughs> oh, my God. She's only in it for the money, Mark. I guess. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Is Christian Bale, I don't know. Was he, were we fooled into Chris, uh, thinking Christian Bale was a no, mega because, movie star because of Batman? What, here's what happens. So a lot of like studios will see somebody like Christian Bale who makes a movie like The Machinist where he, he like commits himself to this role and it's like ridiculous and they're just going to start putting him in more movies because they think they're going to get that same guy every time but it's not he did that for that role so like 
when you put him in like a movie like 310 to Yuma, you're not going to get the same fucking Christian Bale. He was with Russell Crowe in that movie too, that's ironically enough. But like, you know, Laurel Canyon, which is actually a movie that I actually like that he's in that I forgot. Yeah, I mean, that's pre-Batman Christian that's pre Bale. He was he was American Psycho. I mean, he did all these movies before that, you know? But like at one was point, the voice in he, at what, he was like getting a best actor nod like every three years, you know? And then he, he was getting a lot of best actor nods. And like since the big short, he's been nothing but doo doo. Really? Vice, I guess, so would be his biggest. His first movie after Dark Knight, the, the Batman trilogy, was Out of the Furnace. Which is um, which is uh, I've never seen it. another Scott Cooper movie, ironically enough. But like, and American I, I, Hustle, and American Hustle. I never saw Out of the Furnace. I saw American Hustle, Exodus, Gods and Kings is like a fucking Ridley Scott disaster. Weird well, they tried fucking... to build that as as Christian Bale being a uh, a superstar without Batman. Big Short, The Promise. I mean, let's not get wrong here. He, Christian Bale is a really good actor. He Christian is. Bale in The Prestige is fucking phenomenal. Oh, very, very underrated movie. The Prestige is super underrated. What was the other movie that came out with uh, Edward Norton? Uh, the the Illusionist. The Illusionist, yeah. But there was a period out there where he was still doing other crap. Like he did the Terminator movie. Um, he did like some other crap out there. The but, New World. Uh, what The New World? What is that? That's the one that's uh, about. Isn't it about Pocahontas? Oh, right. That was, like, right when Batman, yeah. like, when that Batman came out. But, like, Rescue Dawn and The Prestige, 310 to Yuma. Like, he was doing all these little, not little, but, like, smaller movies where he was holding up the movie with his actual acting, not his presence. I don't think there's any more movie stars. I don't think um, there is anymore. Tom I, Cruise, I, maybe? Well, right. I was going to say, Tom Cruise is... Is has proven that point maybe wrong because I never expected Top Gun to do. I, I expected it to do okay. It was he's actually like, it wasn't bad. It was a solid movie. They were like, we are not going to, we're not <laughs> going to release this movie until people can go and experience it in the theater. And I thought they were crazy for doing that. I'm like, you're yeah. gonna hold this movie for it was like two years. Wasn't it ready to go like in 2020? Yeah. Hold you know, hold this movie for two years, and then release it. And I'm like, people are gonna, people are gonna forget. They're gonna not care. No, absolutely, 100, percent the right decision to make. And that movie did fucking bonkers at the box yeah, I office. I know. I I don't get it, but it's it's also Top Gun. People needed something like it's that. It's still not so even like... on streaming. They're promoting it on football <laughs> games coming Thursday, which is you know, tomorrow when yeah, we're yeah. recording this. Yeah, yeah. Thursday to Paramount Plus. I'm like, oh shit. Like they're promoting it coming. It's been that long. Yeah, it's been it's out. Like, it was out oh. for a while. Like who what movie doesn't come to streaming within like two months of it releasing? Tom Cruise movies. I think he's probably I mean once he sold his uh likeness to be put in movies when he's dead. So yeah, he he wasn't a movie star for a couple years, although I think it was the movies he was picking. Oh, he picked some duds. What was that sam uh, last samurai movie he made? Oh god. Oh no, last samurai is good. You're, that's oh, that like movie, way before that, he. That movie sucks. It was way before he his comeback. I'm talking like uh, early 2000s, late late 2000s, early to 2010s, where it was um, that movie with Cameron Diaz. Oh, night and day. 
Night and Day. Okay, so we're talking 2010. So here, after Valkyrie, which he did, 2008, in Tropic, well, he was his cameo in Tropic Thunder. Uh, Night and Day, Mission Impossible 4, which did was good, but didn't like blow away the box office. Mm. Rock of Ages, Real Jack fun. Reacher, Oblivion, not good. Edge of Tomorrow, fantastic movie. They're making a sequel. Didn't make any money. Didn't make any money. Uh, another Jack Reacher, The Mummy, American Made. Like there was a period in there where he wasn't a superstar. The Mummy, I think, was his worst choice because they and, wanted that to be like a huge like series. Wait, wait, wait. let me let me ask you a question. Who else is in the Mummy? No one. No, no. Who else is in the Mummy? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> he plays Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. What the fuck happened to Russell Crowe? I don't know. They're they're making Dead Reckoning Part One and Part Two for Mission Impossible. He God was a, he was a, a, a movie star. He was a, time, was he a movie star time. or was he just yeah. a really good fucking actor? Both. I don't know that he was a movie star. I mean, obviously, uh, Gladiator made him a movie star in some way. He carried a beautiful mind. To I know, fucking, but I mean that's that's also not like a uh, three hundred million I, dollar movie. I I guess, but that does that movie make you a fucking movie star? He, like but, I, I don't like, see a movie star being in like a fucking period piece. You know, he had he had Gladiator. I mean, we'll skip Proof of Life because that's not really that good. But Gladiator, a beautiful mind, and Master and Commander, which people forget. That's right. Pretty, pretty much. It's a good movie. It's like good movie. I, I think he carried it's, those movies. It's a little and long. then he kind of fell off and just started doing anything. Yeah, he does kind of just do whatever the fuck now at this point. Oh, and the insider too. Yeah. Insider. He's, he was in Man of Steel. Man. He's in Robin Hood. He played I don't know. Robin Hood. Can you, if you if you were like, okay, I want to make I have a hundred million dollar budget. Okay. I want to make as much as possible. With this hundred million dollar budget, and you can only get one. You get two big actors. Which two are you going to put in there to try and make the most money worldwide in this day and age? Uh, I it doesn't matter have... what the movie is. It's obviously it's going to be an action movie. Okay. Okay. I think you have to go. One has to be Ryan Reynolds. I think he's the closest thing you have right now to somebody who can do both things. Um, plus, he's just a known name at this point. Okay. Uh, I don't know about the other one. That's a hard one. I'm trying to think. I'd like to see Brad Pitt and and Brian Reynolds in the same movie together. Maybe DiCaprio. I think that would be a funny thing to play off of each other. But I don't, I don't know. Even DiCaprio kind of makes weird shit now. Technically, they have been in a movie together, by the way. Brad Even Pitt. Deadpool yeah, too. Yeah, I know. Small, small know. cameo. Apparently, he called uh, in a favor for that one. It's funny though. <laughs> uh, it is really funny. Yeah. So that's. I mean, that's who you'd pick. That's a. It's a tough question. It is. He's also Russell Crowe's in uh, Craven the Hunter coming up too, and whatever yeah, the Georgetown well. prop. Oh man, this movie's got a weird cast. Adrian Padstar. God. Damn. I think. I think. I mean, I guess it really depends on like the script and all that, but I would, I might also have to put like Robert Downey Jr. in there. 
Yeah, maybe, but I mean, who's directing kind of, it? Kind of if like I get, are... if I get a Shane Black movie with Robert Downey Jr. and Ryan Reynolds, oh my god, greatest movie of all time. I'm in. Just I don't even care what it's about. We're in, right? We're I'm in. Hundred percent in. But I don't know if that's going to be the biggest box office worldwide success. So he, Robert Downey Jr.'s next movie is Oppenheimer. Yeah, he's taking a break from like a lot of things. I don't blame him. I mean, dude, he's been him. trapped to Marvel for the last whatever twenty years. I don't. I don't blame him at all. I'm just trying to feel like if you had to build, like you were trying to build a movie with stars with names. I don't know if I can disagree with Ryan Reynolds. That's a good one. That's a really good one. I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of the somebody problem, else. The problem is, is that you try to do that. They've already done that. It's called Red Notice. <laughs> I know, but you also had The Rock in there, and The Rock yep. just kind of overpowers every fucking scene he's in. And don't get me wrong, I love The Rock. I, uh, I don't know if I love and him. And Ryan anymore. Reynolds is just playing Ryan Reynolds in that movie. I mean, he's fucking great. Who cares? I mean, that's the whole point. He's just playing around, and Gal Gadot's in it, and she's not bad. But like I said, The Rock overpowers every scene he's in. I it's what it is. Would you put? Would you say like Hugh Jackman? Maybe it would have to be The Rock because, I mean, everybody goes to pay to see the, what The Rock is in, you know? Which, I guess. I mean, Do I they, guess, though? I, I don't I know. If Black Adam just doesn't look good. You know? no, no, well, see, that's the thing. Nobody went to see it just because it had The Rock in it. It didn't really make that much money. No. I mean, it made – yeah, it was kind of a box office bomb, wasn't it? Yeah, we were talking to me the other day about yeah. what other superhero movies had made more than that. Thor one and two made more <laughs> money domestically than Black Adam. So, so it's so not an automatic. Its box office is what three hundred, almost four hundred million dollars. I mean, that's kind of low considering. And I don't buy that the budget for that movie was anywhere from one ninety to two hundred sixty million. I'm sorry, I'm not buying that at all. Fuck that. That's no way. It's hard There's no to. Way. It's hard to find like who the highest grossing movie stars are because they're all in comic book movies. I know. So it's hard to find them. Like John Cheadle is 17th all time. Right now it says Harrison Ford. Can we just get Harrison Ford in every movie? He's too old. (laughs) I know. He's great though. I don't fucking care. I heard they used a lot of like like deep fakes to make the new Indiana Jones. I'm fine with that. I don't if care. Look, as long as it looks good, who cares? He should sell his likeness to make more Indiana Jones movies. That's what he should do. I'd watch every Indi- other than the last the Crystal Skull movie was hot trash. That they really tried to make Shia LaBeouf a, new, a movie star, and that did not work out for them. I but, now that I said it, I really want a Robert Downey Jr. Ryan Reynolds, Shane Black movie. Oh God, it'd be so good, so good. And you know what? Let's let's get a let's get a crossover. Shane Black's doing weird shit now, though, too. Yeah, he is. He did um he did the nice guys. Russell, he did he did nice guys. (laughs) Russell, I know, I know, I saw that. And and Diner Junior's in that in like a really weird cameo. He hasn't done anything like lately, though. Oh, the Predator kind of put a bad taste in people's mouths because of like they they hired somebody. Who was like a predator, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, a sexual predator, not a predator. Uh, there was. I don't uh, think I've ever seen that. I've never seen a predator. He hasn't done anything recently, uh, so I don't know what he's up to. But 
I mean, Kiss Kiss Gang Bang, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I stop. That's in the top. Oh, that's, 10. that's in the top ten. Yep, you're right. 100. percent That's 10. in the top ten. That is definitely in the top ten. Man, who's the, who's the predator in this movie? I don't remember uh, the story. I don't know. I, I I don't know why they keep trying to make the predator a thing. No, no, I no. But even... I mean, you said they hired a predator. Who was the predator? I don't remember this being a thing. I don't remember the story. Wasn't there? Uh... Hold on, let me see. Uh, he. Hired his oh, longtime yeah, friend. Yeah, I see. I see it now. And he is a registered felony sex offender. Oh my god! So he was only in like a small scene, but I think that kind of like. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, uh, 2018. What is he doing lately? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. That that would be a weird. If you're putting a hundred million dollars on the line, I don't know if Shane Black's your guy right now. No, he's probably not. Honestly, it would have to be the Russo brothers. Yeah, maybe. If I, although, if I'm, although Gray Man, man, let's see, it's hard. Thing. It's well, the hard. Russo, Russo brothers are hit and miss, man. They did that movie with uh, what's his name, um, Tom what Holland, uh, last... Carrie, Carrie, or whatever. Yeah, yeah but then it wasn't that... designed to be a big movie. No, but it didn't do well either. What was the last original action movie? That wasn't like a rock movie that did crazy money. Uh, I'm trying to think. A lot of them end up on like just going right to Netflix. Like Red Notice went right to Netflix. Although that's a rock movie. Uh, what's the other one with Ryan Reynolds? That's on there. Um, the something most re- like it's like a time travel movie. Oh shit! I don't remember the name of it. That was a good movie, though. I liked it. I actually liked that movie a lot. All right, but, uh, I have a list here. <clears throat> Action movies. Oh, this is just this is just in 2010. I want the whole 2010s. The the Expendables did a lot of money. I'm sure. Had, Top just had people though. So Top Gun Maverick. <clears throat> the Top, Gun Ma- Top Gun Maverick is number four. That's a sequel. No Way Home is number three. I'm talking original, not based on anything. Okay. Right. It's an original action movie, not a sequel, nothing. Um, That's a really tough question. That is a tough question. Not a comic book nothing. adaptation, just a regular straight action movie that, I mean, av- Avatar kind of fits, but it's Avatar. So it's like, Avatar, they really yeah. put like 300 million into it. Oh, Amer- anyway. American Sniper. No, no. That's what it, that's what it's saying right here. American Sniper is number thirty-seven, and it John, grows th- John Wick. Oh yeah, I get it. There are multiples. On, that's not on this list. It should be. John Wick is the last truly original action movie that like kind of started thing. American Sniper was based on a book, and is it yeah, an action true. movie? I think it's more of a drama. Mm, I don't know. It says action, so. Yeah, but that. But that movie only grossed $86 million. <laughs> How is that a, the highest grossing action movie? Original action movie. I'm not saying highest grossing. It's just an original action movie that started a worldwide, that started something on its own. Okay. All right. And yes, it only grossed uh, so much, but it was, it did so well, like on, on at home. That movie's produced by Eva Longoria, by the way. That is really weird. Because like the first John Wick only did like 80 million box office, but like the third John Wick did crazy money. 
I you have to I have to think too that these movies three hundred million. Once they went to like Blu-ray, whatever, people were like, John Wick's pretty cool. And then the second one comes out, holy shit. Now everybody's watching these movies, and then all of a sudden John Wick 3 comes out and everybody's going to the theater to see these movies. Because also the, it's know, a it's a rated R movie. It is, and it's you know which you don't good. see a lot of. Has a really such a weird cast too for these movies. Like yeah, but you know what? They work. It works. Oh, it works so well. Like and the, the John Lake Wazamo. Like what the fuck? Yeah, well, I mean John Lake Wazamo should be in more things. Oh, he should. He's awesome. Except for Mario Brothers movies. We don't talk about Mario Brothers. <laughs> but I'm trying to like. There's not really too many original action movies. So I guess it's really just luck. You couldn't build. You couldn't say I picked this director, this star, and this person to get a guarantee. It's hard. That's really hard. It's a lot harder than I thought it would be. It they've been hard. trying. They've been trying to do that. Mm-hmm. They said, "Hey, uh, hey, Russo brothers, here's a hundred million dollars. Go build the best action movie and start a whole franchise." And they're like, "Okay." And we end up with the Gray Man. We end up with Red Notice. We end up with all these disappointing action movies. Yeah, and I know they're going to make a Red Notice too, probably. Are we? I think right. Because Netflix had a ton of people watch it. Are we? Is there too much pressure involved? To try and to try and do that, or are we trying to force something that needs to happen organically, like John Wick? Uh, I mean, I think you just I think you go into a movie to make the best movie you can, and then if something happens beyond that, that's what happens. You know, it, like John. I don't think John. I don't think the guy who created what is it, David Leach, right? Who did the first John Wick? No, it's uh, I think Chad Stelhelski did them all, didn't he? I know David Leach is a producer on him, I think. No, he did all three. Chad, he was the, the okay, stuck right. guy. Okay. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm I just saw his name on there. I wasn't really thinking about it. But I don't think they went into this movie. Maybe he had like a long stretching idea, but he's like, Hey, I'm gonna make this fucking action movie. It's a little whatever. We're gonna pay 40 30 million. million, 30 million to make it, but we're gonna it's gonna be awesome. And then they, I don't think they went into it thinking they were going to make four fucking five fucking movies out of it. It just happened, organically happened. I mean, really, fuck, they're really fucking good. So, right. So, it, to me, that says it's better to take five, 20, 30, 25 million dollar movies, four, 25 million dollar movies instead of 100 million dollar movie. But that's not what we're seeing anymore. No. And it's weird because John Wick, the first one, is rated lower than the second one and lower than the third one. Because, I mean, honestly, it has gotten better. They've, they've gotten so much better. Oh, uh, John Wick 3, well, John Wick 3 is 89. They're both 89. Two and two and three are both 89. So but they're both higher rated than the first one. And I think the first one is, because of what it is and because of what they created with it, is better than the, the second and third one. I, I honestly think that. But... And they're all good. Don't get me wrong. I would watch all of them. That's another movie that's probably on my top ten list. Probably John Wick two. Probably two. Uh, two and three are more rewatchable than one. Yeah, yeah I like probably. two. Two is two is really good. I'm that might that I'm due for a rewatch on all the John Wicks. To be honest with you, it's it, it's such a good movie, and it reestablished Keanu uh, as an action man, which shows that you don't really necessarily have to have. A guy like in the biggest, buffest shape, if he just looks badass while he does it. And he's a fucking hitman or whatever, you know? That's yeah. the coolest thing of all time. 
It fits my yeah. genre of stuff. It does. For you, you gross point. You love the hitman genre. Big hit. I, yeah, I'm just a big fan of like hitman shit. I don't know why. I always have. I, don't, I get it. I mean, everybody's got their. For me, you know, it's time travel multiverse shit. You know, and that's I, lo- my, that's I love my time travel shit. Don't get me wrong. Like Quantum Leap was my jam. And that this. Wait, the, so wait. Um, what did you think about Looper? Uh, Looper's not bad. I haven't seen it in a that, really long that's, time. That's that's time travel and hitman. That is like a that's a mind melding fucking movie though. Too. Yeah, I know. It's very but it's got two. It's got your two loves there. <laughs> if I'm, oh, if, if I was he, that is game, an, that is another movie though. You're talking about Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He, that's another movie made by Ryan Johnson or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. It's Ryan. It's Ryan Johnson. Yeah. He made Brick, which is a fucking one Kn- of my knives favorite, out. Knives out. But he, I haven't watched the second one yet. Have you? Not out yet. I thought it came out already. I be- no, I be- it's good in theaters, yes, but I th- believe it hits Netflix on Friday. Okay. Yeah, I knew it comes out soon. But yeah, he made Brick, which is probably, that's in my top 10. I could watch that movie anytime. I love that fucking movie. I Holy have shit. to rewatch it. So good. Such a good I'd movie. I have to rewatch that. But yeah, I'm just thinking it's hard. So yeah, so top 10 maybe, most rewatchables. Maybe, maybe Ryan Johnson's one of those guys that you give a hundred million dollars to and make him create something. He did it with fucking knives out. Right. He did it with knives out one. And then he got everybody to bid fucking crazy money to do <laughs> knives out two and three. What was the budget for knives out one? 40 million. I know. That's what I'm saying. You're so much better off in this day. Like you might not get a big billion dollar movie. And I think that's what these companies want. They want the big build. They want the big B. But I feel like you're so much safer. A $30, $40 million movie, well done, well produced, that gets 300 every day of the week. Rather than maybe taking a $100 million movie, maybe getting 700 to a billion. Like, it's hard to get a billion dollar gross. He, he did his billion dollar movie, though. He did Last Jedi. That was, that, that, was his, that was his billion dollar movie. And he honest. was also going to do something else too, wasn't he? Uh, he was, I think. I don't know what, but I remember him getting canceled for not making that. He made oh man, Brick is just one. Oh, of my they wanted him favorite. to do episode nine. And he was like, no. <laughs> he's like, eh, I'm okay. I'm good. But yeah, he's done a lot of good movies. Uh, but he's only done six. Not really many to choose from. He's also done two of the best breaking bad episodes. Yes. I was just and directed a a Terriers episode. Yep. <sighs> I don't know. I think I, I, think, I think we I think could give that, him a hundred million dollars, and he'd get a shit ton of people in his movie, and for cheap because they just want to do something with him. I mean, that cast is fucking awesome. Maybe. Yeah, you might be right there. I say, hey, here you go. Here's a hundred million dollars. Take whoever you want. I at this point, I trust him. Like, t- oh, take yeah. whoever you want. I don't know. We've said that way. They say that with a lot of people. I know. Here's I know. here's here's a hundred million dollars. Do whatever you want with it. But does he does he write his own stuff? He wrote, he write he writes he writes his own stuff. He wrote a lot Rick. of these guys don't. Um. Yeah. He wrote Knives Out and Glass Onion. Um, did the Russo brothers do? Did they write everything? Uh, I don't know. They didn't write. Uh, let me see. The Russo brothers. They didn't write Captain America's or the, you know, they have like, they're the directors of it. They didn't write. They didn't, any, write, any, they didn't write any of the Avengers shit. Joe, Joe Russo wrote Extraction, 
and the gray man. So maybe we don't trust them the right things. No, directing, they're pretty good. Christopher I, Marcus seems to be their collaborator. Just like Christopher McQuarrie with uh, Tom Cruise these days. Yeah. McFeely and Marcus were the second and third most successful screenwriters of all time in terms of U.S. box office with $3.1 Yeah, billion. I don't – box office on whatever because a lot of it can be just adaptations of, of big budget. Well, movies. they did. They wrote uh, – they actually wrote The Gray Man, <laughs> apparently. Which is a – you know, it's not like they had to come with it. It's a it's a no. book series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We're talking about also, Ryan Johnson who's come up with uh, three, one, two, three original – big movies so apparently they script doctored guardians of the galaxy which i don't know if i buy that yeah i'm sure there's a little bit very little bit uh they wrote chronicles i didn't, of Narnia. Know, the, I didn't know the prestige was a movie a book i didn't know that either i'm looking to see because at this point i think uh, also um Christopher Nolan is also one of those guys. You're like, here you go, here's hundred million dollars. Yeah, but sometimes you get tenant. <laughs> sometimes you get tenant. Sometimes you get Interstellar. Yeah, sometimes you get shit out of Christopher. But Nolan. you know what? They're they're uh, they're not terrible. Like tenant's not terrible. No. It's just, like confusing. Oh, it's super confusing. You have to I watch. Mean, it I like it right after you watch it. But they gave him a shit ton of movie money to do Oppenheimer. Let's see how that turns out. Okay. Yeah. That a hell of a cast. I know, man. $100 million for that cast. So, 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 so strange. Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon, Robbie Malik. Maybe, uh, maybe this will bring Cillian Murphy back. He needs to come back. And actually, well, he was doing Peaky Blinders. I know, which is weird, right? Because they made him out to be the next movie star, too. I don't think he wants to be that guy. He, he doesn't want to be that guy. But I mean, he, he auditioned to be Batman, remember? Well, he was a better scarecrow than he would have been Batman. Oh yeah, I agree. But I mean, he, he maybe he wanted to be, and then he said he saw like the kind of toll it takes on your on you. Maybe he doesn't want to do that shit anymore. Although maybe. I will say that Dunkirk is a phenomenal fucking movie. I haven't actually seen it. It's really fucking good. It's like a really you know remember that remember True Detective when they had that really track but the whole movie's really, like that. Yeah, the whole movie's like that really long tracking show. Mm -hmm. So it's it's kind of really shot extensively and to it's me really, a lot of war movies not my jam not a huge cast like as far as like people are concerned i guess like that are in the movie the whole time but like the the main guys are like unknowns relatively i, I don't know who they are mm -hmm. you know harry styles is in it which is kind of weird but it's got like kenneth Braun is in it Cillian murphy's in it mark rylance is in it your boy and tom hardy's in it but they're on it like kind of like wait who's my who's my boy i thought mark rylance was your boy why is he my boy? Mark I don't know. Because <laughs> we have the same name? <laughs> no, no, no. Because we talked about him before. You were like, "There's." So he came up one time. And you're like, he's in this. He's in The Bridge of Spies, which is fucking great movie. <laughs> fucking really good movie. Came out, came out of nowhere for me. That's yeah, a good movie. Anyway. Um, but anyway, Dunkirk's a good movie. I recommend it. Uh, Interstellar sucks. Inception is really good. He's made some good movies in between. Like the fact that he made these movies in between Batman movies is kind of fucking crazy. Like he made Batman. He made The Prestige. I mean, holy fuck. He made The Dark Knight. He made Inception. Holy fuck. He made The Dark Knight Rises. Then he made Interstellar. Mm, I mean, can't, can't all be winners. He. It, he's the only guy that I would trust to do like a weird movie with that kind of budget to try and be like, 
like like tenet it's weird it's it's yeah. fucking there's so much going on you gotta rewatch it i mean interstellar is the same way and inception is dude inception might be rewatchable it i haven't seen it in a really long time i own it i might have to check it out again it's just it holds up so well and dicaprio is so great and that was like peak dicaprio oh 100 percent. peak dicaprio and speaking of peaks maybe we'll save this for next episode we're really getting kind of long here but is tom cruise the first actor to have multiple mega peaks uh i don't know because i think maybe dicaprio has as well What's DiCaprio's peak? What his second peak? Uh, I think he went from making like not family friendly movies in the beginning, and he peaked at like Romeo and Juliet, and then the Titanic. Okay, so then he then he then he kind of came down. He kind of came down. He made Catch Me If You Can. Remember, Mm -hmm. which was kind of like that was another kind of like holy shit. Okay, this is a really good movie. Gangs of New York, The Aviator, The Departed. And then it kind of trailed off a little bit. He did some weird shit. Body of Lies is weird. Revolutionary Road's kind of weird. Shutter Island, kind of good. Inception, 2010. Peak again. Jay Edgar, the Django. Great Gatsby was kind of fucking shitty. Wolf well, of Wall Street. Is that is that a continuous peak, though? It's not, no, it, really it, yeah, it, there, there's peaks and valleys, man. <laughs> some of these movies suck. Like I, the I mean, come on. I, I, wait, so you're saying. Um, Titanic and Romeo, that, is that a peak? That's just, that, that's not Leo on his own. No, but I mean, he, his he, first peak is definitely Cash Me If You Can, Gangs in New York, Aviator to Departed, period. Yeah, that's, that's a peak. That's, a peak. Dude, that's four made- movies in a row. Four fucking big movies in a row. I didn't like Gangs in New York, but I know a lot of people do. I do. It's not bad. Then uh, he made like these other movies that were like, uh, what are you doing? And then, and then he goes, I mean, there's other movies mixed in, but Shutter Island, uh, Inception, Django, Wolf of Wall Street. Yep. I actually like The Great Gatsby. Uh, it's not uh, the best movie, but no, he's good. Rich. He's good in it. And then, and then the the, you, the Revenant is also kind of in that peak there too. How so do you first? Before, those are the peaks for me. Like he just went on like a run. How no do you love. make? How do you make a movie? How do you remake a movie that starred Robert Redford and Sam Waterston? People forgot about it. That's why. Fuck that. I would just re-air that movie because it's fucking phenomenal. That I mean, fucking, you know, Baz Luhrmann wants to do a Baz Luhrmann movie. And I will say that the Elvis documentary, or not documentary, Elvis biopic that they just made with uh, Austin Butler was really mm-hmm. fucking good. Really fucking good. <clears throat> you should probably win an award for it. He's phenomenal on that. Dude's got the voice down to a science. I don't know how the hell he did it, but... But that movie's really good. But his movies just kind of are fucking weird, man. <laughs> Tom Cruise's lull went on for a while. Yeah, he made some shit. And that's shit, but like it wasn't like superstar, superstar movies, you know? He had that early, like the he was like the first guy that was like, boom, hundred million dollars, boom, hundred million dollars, boom, hundred like he was like that first guy that was like every movie was just making yeah, so much making, money. And then like he kind of took a break for a long bit and then tried to come back after eyes. I think eyes wide shut fucked him up for a while. Yeah, probably. That was a weird fucking, that was a weird time in his life. I think. Oh yeah. Cause if you look at the movies he was in like right after eyes, wide shut, he did Magnolia. Uh, he did 
uh, Mission Impossible 2. I think he was getting divorced from Nicole Kidman at the time. Vanilla Sky. Minority Report kind of brought him back up. But again, it was a Spielberg thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Last Samurai, Collateral, War of the World. Like, he wasn't, he was trying too hard. Whatever happened to that movie they were going to make in space? Remember that? Who? Tom Cruise. They were going to make a movie in space. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. Tom Cruise space movie. Hang on. Man, Vanilla Sky. That's a movie I haven't talked about in years. This is from October 11th of this year. Tom Cruise will hopefully become the first civilian to do a spacewalk outside of the International Space Station when he blasts off to space and shoot a new action movie with director Doug Liman. Yeah, Doug Liman. Uh, uh, God. Uh, Born Identity. Yeah, but also Edge of Tomorrow and American Made. Yeah, which is two Tom two Tom Cruise movies. I American Made that was another weird uh, reach for Tom Cruise. Like, has there <laughs> has there been any? Speaking of another guy, has there been any director who fell off the face of the earth as fast as Cameron Crowe did? <sighs> he just made some shit, man. He made some terrible fucking choices. <laughs> he went from Jerry Maguire to Almost Famous to Vanilla Sky to Elizabeth Town. I know you know what the sad part is. I like Elizabeth Town. I like that movie. Eh. It's okay. I mean, it's got a pretty good cast. I like it. Um, we bought a zoo. Say, yeah, you just made some shit, dude. It's got Orlando Bloom, Kristen Dunst, uh, Susan Sarandon, Alec Baldwin, Bruce Begill, Jessica Biel. I mean, it's got a good cast. I, I know, movie. but like, just look at those three before it, though. I know. Almost famous Jerry Maguire singles say anything. I mean, come on. Man. No, I know. He fe- he fell off the side of the road and died. Like, like he hasn't gotten a major nomination in 20 plus years. No, and he probably never will. Unless he just comes back to do like something very... Like even Vanilla Sky. I don't think Vanilla Sky was that good of a fucking movie. It was really weird. It's really weird. Really weird movie. Almost Famous but it, that was like a that good movie. Peak early 2000s time where... Tom Cruise was kind of still kind of big and could sell something. And Cameron Crowe was coming off almost famous. I think there's a lot going on in those early 2000s. There's a lot of weird movies. I'm talking like 2001, 2002 that nobody remembers. Nobody really talks about, but made a lot of money. And also Jason Lee was in the movie. I forgot about that. Um, it's also a remake of like a fucking English language. Uh, I don't yeah. Know, mm-hmm. Spanish, Spanish movie, yep. Spanish movie. It was a remake, but there's a, like, um, there's just a lot of movies from that that year that nobody really talks about anymore, but were were pretty pretty decent successes. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Enemy, Enemy at the Gate. Remember that movie? Yeah, it's a good movie. Joseph Fiennes, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. Um, I'm trying to see what else came out in 2001. Oh, God, Driven. Oh. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> a, a, a Night's a Tale came out in 2001. Movie sucks. But it made a lot of money. It did make a lot of money. But I was also like, can we say that was P. Keith Ledger? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that was like his, um, his time between, to shine right there. He, right. And then his second peak came right before he died. Yep. Uh, Ev- Evolution, good movie. Oh, solid fucking movie. I, right. I said that might be in my top 10, actually, because I can uh, watch so- that movie every time it's on. Swordfish also came out in 2001. Yeah, not a good movie. No, though. but like I'm just saying, nobody talks about that movie anymore. Isn't Swordfish the one we see Halle Berry's tits? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's that's the only thing people remember about it. Right. So, like, nobody talks about it. They've made like $100 million, 
$200 million. Nobody talks about that movie anymore. Why did so from 2008 to 2009, right. they went from five movies to 10? And uh, Oscars, best picture? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you didn't know that? No, I mean, I, I vaguely remember it, but it's like, why would they do that anyway? I don't know. Uh, Hardball so. with Keanu Reeves. Remember that movie? That movie's okay. It's not good, but it's okay. Yeah, I mean, just nobody nobody talks about that. I'm trying to see like what else was really big that year. Slumdog uh, Millionaire in 2008. Nobody talks about that movie anymore. No, nobody talks about Slumdog Millionaire. Uh, I'm trying to see like movies that made over $100 million. Box office gross. How about Crash? Nobody talks about that, that either. And that it's a me. shitty movie. Well, Paul Haggis is a shitty human being. Mm. Traffic made $123 million. Hmm. Hannibal made 165 Crash won the Academy Award for Chris. Best Picture, by the way. What did? Crash. Oh, it shouldn't have won. <laughs> was Save the Last yeah. Dance. All right, if I'm being honest, there was no other movies other than maybe Good Night and Good Luck that should have probably won. Brokeback Mountain, I don't know if that should have won anything. Uh, probably should have won Best Picture that year. No. I don't you know. No. Nah. Have you ever seen it? Brokeback Mountain? Yeah. No. Me either. <laughs> I like how we're talking about a movie no. we've never seen before. I mean, but like... Two gal- it, I don't want to see... no interest in it. No, and that's probably why it didn't win. Because nobody really had an interest in watching two cowboys fuck each other, okay? Well, I mean, what else was it up against? Capote and Munich. Munich probably, Munich maybe should have won. Walk the Line wasn't even nominated. Oh, man. In, in, like, in, a, in a 10 movie, like that's an automatic nomination. Think about 2005. Think about this. This movie had Eric Bana, Daniel Craig, and Syrian Hines. That's a pretty tight, that's a pretty tight top three right there. Maybe not Siri Hines so much, but Eric Bana and Daniel Craig, that's pretty what, good. In Munich? Yeah, Munich, yeah. A Steven Spielberg movie. I know, and that should have fucking won, probably, other than fucking Crash. Probably. That, that, was a really, Honestly, that was a really weak year. It was. Good Night and Good Luck is a good movie, too. It didn't make any money, though. I like Good Night and Good Luck, but it's also black and white. It's kind of weird. I liked it, too. That's actually the only movie of those movies I've actually seen. I've never saw Munich. Or I've, seen, I've seen Crash. I mean, Crash is, okay. Crash is a decent movie. I'm trying to look. 2005. Top didn't, even, movies. didn't even make fucking, didn't even make $100 million. There has to be. A, uh, that was the year of 40-year-old virgin. Uh, it's also the year of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Yeah, well, we're not talking about other, like, you know, Star Wars Episode 3. World, World of World Worlds World. came out. King Kong, Madagascar. Mr. and Mrs. Smith came out that year. Almost $500 million. Uh, Not that Char- good of a movie. No, it's not. They're remaking it with Donald Glover. Constantine. Oh, Constantine is not a good movie either. <laughs> Constantine is great. You should rewatch Constantine. I've seen it lately, but I mean, I'm saying like it's just not. It doesn't hold true to like. I don't know. After watching Constantine on Legends of Tomorrow and his own show, that guy was way better. And I think that if they let them Probably. actually, if they do the show, if they do the movie the way it's supposed to be done. And he does it the right way. It'll be fine. I like I love Keanu Reeves. Don't get me wrong. I think he'd be awesome again doing it. But dye your hair fucking blonde and play the role you're supposed to play. <laughs> okay, and, and make it make it fun. You know he's a quirky asshole. Make it fun. Constantine is good. I think it's really good. Uh, That's just my two cents. 
I think it's a good movie. It's okay. It's not great. I don't think it's great. My I just think the imagination. 2005 was just a weird year. <clears throat> 2005 was a weird year. BAFTA, what won the BAFTA fil- best film? This is almost like we should be doing our runner-up thing again. Kind of, but like that year was a, you could do all of them. I know, right? You just do all of them. Fuck, man. Hitch, won- Hitch, Hitch made $371 million, by the way. Fucking Will Smith. I there was there was there was a fucking movie star for you. Yeah, well, Will I mean, Smith was a fucking movie star until he started to, trying to shove his kid in everything. Yeah, he was a fucking movie star. And he won uh, awards, man. Brokeback Mountain won the BAFTA for best film that year. Didn't he win? Didn't ugh, didn't um didn't he win for Ali Ali? What best actor? Yeah. No, that's what the whole point was. Like he wanted this year was his first one. Oh, uh, I don't remember. Now we're all over the place. We probably end this because we're kind of getting pulled in seven thousand directions now. Here we are going. So, what the fuck is Coda? Coda? It's a movie. It's on Apple. That's why you haven't seen it. Did it win? Uh, did it win Best Picture? I don't know. I don't really care who. I don't know. Apparently it won. It won numerous awards. It won it Best won Picture best last year. I've never even heard of this fucking movie. Yeah, because right, it's... Who cares? I don't, I don't care anymore. Is like it even in English? Um, it's in French. It, no, it's a coming of a... It's a remake of a French movie. I've never even heard of this fucking movie. La Famille Bellier. I've never heard of this movie before. Children of Deaf Adults, Coda. God, when did this even happen? What was the fucking Academy Awards? <laughs> Nobody watched it this year. Nobody, apparently, because I, I remember I saw Nightmare Alley. That was a weird fucking movie. Licorice Pizza was supposed to be really good. But I, King Richard I saw. Dune I saw. Drive my I, don't know, I just had no interest in really in really watching it this year. Like it just I watched whatever. like twenty minutes of Belfast and was really bored. Don't look up, I've never seen. Don't look up. It's okay. It's not that great. I don't know why so many people are like, oh, it's so great. It's it's too on the nose about everything. Like, look, you should. This is this, and that's so stupid. Yeah, West Side, West Side Story. Story. I mean, yeah. it's a remake. Nah. Yeah, we are going off on a tangent here. Tangents here. Tangents no, here. Tangents here. Okay. Um, so I got well, two assignments for you. One, build a hundred million. Moving now. <laughs> the only time, give me a top ten most rewatchable. Okay, and listeners, you could tweet it at us, Mark and JD, or hit us up on our Instagram. Most rewatchable movies. I'm saying the best thing you've ever seen. There's plenty of best movies I've seen out there that I will never rewatch again, just because the, they're hard to watch or they're one and done. So you don't need to watch them again. I'm looking at you, Requiem for a Dream. Fantastic <sighs> movie. Not rewatching. Now, nah, movies hard to watch in general. Yes, so some movies are just watch. hard to watch. So hard to watch. So most of his movies. Most of his movies are hard to watch, though. What's his name? Yeah, they're not really rewatchable. Um, Aronofsky. Aronofsky. Yeah, his movies are fucking weird. So that's what I'm. The, I'm talking. I want to hear the best movies you've ever seen. I want to hear your most rewatchable movies because that's a much more interesting list to me than what you think the ten best movies of all time are. Because a lot of people are going to get those confused. Oh, yeah, Fast and Furious 5 is the best movie ever. No, 
It's not the best movie ever. It's not even close to being the best movie ever. But if it's your most rewatchable movie, I'm much more interested in talking about that. Yeah, that's weird, though. Fast Five is in your top ten. I, I'm sure somebody, not me. I haven't no, seen no. it. Yet. No, I know. But but I'm, there's got to be people out there who are going to put some movies like that in their top ten. Very strange. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird conundrum that we're going to be living in here for the next like. Oh, uh, uh, conundrum! So you've got till the new year probably to get that list to us. Yes, new year. And yes, we were really. I'm really interested in seeing what people's top ten most rewatchable movies are. Right on. Let's do it. Do it again. Do it. Mark and JD on Twitter, on Twitch, on Instagram, uh, on Facebook. We're Mark and JD everywhere. On the uh, Chinese platform that steals all your information. TikTok. TikTok. Which we have been getting very similar for you pages. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's quite creepy. And then all of a sudden, I I, I found my way onto Jewish TikTok. <laughs> well, you are Jewish, so I mean, I know. Sense. But but they, they know all you. of a sudden, all of a sudden, I started getting uh, Jewish e videos. So, well, you did. You liked one video, and that's what happens. You get. I watched one. Hours. I know you that's watch, what happens. You, you watch never watch it. Never watch it to completion and you won't get all these fucking videos. I can't tell you how many times I've watched barbecue videos on my fucking TikTok. And now all I get is fucking barbecue videos. I did that that with Call of Duty when it came out a a month ago. And then like the next three days was like, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty. I'm like, oh my God, stop, please stop. I I just wanted to watch one. You watch one girl dance one time and all of a sudden now you're in Thirst Trap TikTok, okay? One time. TikTok. One time. I mean, one there time. are consistent in there. Like, it knows I want to watch some videos from some people I don't actually follow. I'll watch them. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I know what you're talking about. One yeah, time. There's, there's a lot of people I don't follow that I see all the time because I, I watch their videos. I just don't want to follow them. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't give a shit when their new stuff comes out. But like, It's a fucking rabbit hole of shit, TikTok. When, when it thinks that you all of a sudden have this interest in it, it's like when you shop on Amazon. Say, like, hey, you bought this random thing for your house. We think you'd like all these other random things for your house, too. <laughs> Like no, I don't. I only need one thing of this. I only they need fi- one toilet uh, toilet paper roll holder right now. They figured out the algorithm for TikTok. Yeah, they, they figured have. they figured it out. Nowhere else has figured that shit out yet. But make sure you follow us on TikTok. Follow us on watch, TikTok. Watch one of our videos, and you'll get all the other recommendations on there. So that's where we are. And then uh, Spotify uh, is my main uh, recommendation for where to listen to us. But you can listen to us on any any podcast platform. Anybody. Right Amazon Music, Pandora, literally everywhere. And if you if you live have a place and you can't find us there, let me know and I'll get us on there. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. Yes, and sir. Who knows what episode eighty eight is gonna be? I don't know. Well, it could be before the new year. Who knows? Who knows? But if not, Merry, Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! <laughs> Happy Hanukkah! Hanukkah! Uh, Happy Hanukkah! Happy Kwanzaa! Uh, and Happy New Year! We don't catch you before the New Year. Yeah, we'll probably we'll probably catch you before the New Year. You never know, Jim. You never know. You never, you know. never we know. know. We should do we should do just an ASMR podcast. Yes, best friends forever. This is the ASMR podcast with Mark and JD. Yes, Merry Christmas to everyone. <laughs> so, spe- speaking of Christmas, oh, we... all right, Dude, go quickly. So I got my, I bought myself some Christmas presents. Got a new cop. You bought yourself some shit. How do you buy yourself Christmas presents if you have well, them now? 
some brewmates. Nice. And I got this. I got this hat a long time ago, actually. I bought it, but I bought it for. I was like, I want this hat. I'm gonna buy it. It's just a black hat with a, a skull on it. No, yeah, no, I like Cross, it. It's going crossbones. Is it? Was it promoting? Nothing. I, if you're poisoned, that your your head is poisoned. Your brain is poisoned. Yes, it is poisoned. You had too many COVID vaccines. Just the one. I feel like my arms are gonna fall off though. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I right. probably have that great myocarditis in there somewhere. Oh yeah, <laughs> we, we got to talk about that in a future. I never, I, ne I, I never went to the doctor. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that's great. Go to the doctor. All it's right, fine. goodbye. Good day.